Welcome to the Voice Tech Podcast. Join me, Carl Robinson, in conversation with the world's leading voice technology experts. Discover the latest products, tools, and techniques, and learn to build the voice apps of the future. It's something of somewhere is the nothing of nowhere. When you're copying something, you're always one step behind. Hello, and welcome back. Today's episode is entitled Elevated Voice Design, in which you'll hear my conversation with Vasily Shinkarenka. Uh, many of you will already be familiar with Vasily as the founder of Storyline, uh, one of the first tools that allowed anyone to build and publish an Alexa skill. Well, the company's now pivoted, and Vasily is now CEO and co-founder of Invocable, an online tool that lets you prototype voice applications without coding. So in our conversation, you'll learn all about the reasons behind the pivot, and some of the main differences between Invocable and Storyline, uh, and how you can use Invocable to design better voice apps. Vasily shares his experience of the, the thousands of voice applications that he's seen developed on Storyline, and uh, gives some of his, uh, his advice to voice interaction designers for what works and what doesn't. We also discuss the, the power of multimodal interaction, and how to design visual interfaces in Invocable. Vasily gives us his predictions for 2019. Uh, we discuss some of the major problems with voice right now, uh, copycat startups, and, and much more. So uh, it's a great episode. So a lot's been happening since you last heard from me. Uh, I launched my weekly newsletter, Voice Chops Tuesday, uh, which is your weekly voice tech treat that helps you build better voice apps. Uh, I've had amazing response, uh, much better than I anticipated, actually, for the first issue. Uh, got a 43% open rate and a 6.3% click rate. Uh, which is, I'm told is very good, way above the industry average. Um, so massive thank you to everyone who got involved, who opened the newsletter, who read it and uh, clicked on the links, and for all your positive comments on Twitter as well. If you'd like to sign up for Voice Chops Tuesday, then just go to voicetechpodcast.com slash newsletter. Uh, it's a nice mix of useful stuff and fun stuff. It's easy to read. It's not too long. Um, the next issue goes out on Tuesday, unsurprisingly. And uh, given that I've just started working with uh, NLP, don't be too surprised to see a few tasty links in there about that. Uh, next up, I want to say a huge thank you to Benjamin Etienne uh, for becoming uh, the latest uh, sponsor for the Voice Tech uh, podcast. Um, Benjamin, if you remember, is a fellow data scientist whom uh, I interviewed way back in July 2018 for episode six. Um, he's decided to uh, jump in and uh, contribute $4 a month to, to keep the show running. So Benjamin, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, speaking of which, if you'd like to support the show, uh, just go to voicetechpodcast.com slash donate. Um, I've uh, rejigged the, the tiers a little bit. So now listeners can support um, the show at the bit, nibble or bite levels for $1, $4 or $8 a month, respectively. Um, and Really, your contributions are the only thing that help me uh, keep the show running, um, and it yeah really makes the show possible. Uh, but I've also introduced uh, a, a couple new Patreon tiers uh, available for businesses. So if you've got something to promote, um, then you can now become a voice tech champion. And there's two levels. There's the written word champion um, and the spoken word champion. So uh, for the written word champion, you can uh, get your company logo and link displayed on uh, the weekly email newsletter, Voice Chops Tuesday. Um, and also uh, your logo and link on the on the front page of the, the Voice Tech Podcast website. Um, and uh, finally, you'll also get priority publishing for any articles that you submit to the uh, Voice Tech blog. Uh, the Spoken Word Champion, um, I've decided to offer advertising uh, advertising space on the podcast itself. 30-second um, pre-roll promotional message spoken by me on, on every podcast episode while you're a, a Spoken Word Champion. Uh, and you also get a large logo with uh, 
premium placement on the weekly newsletter and, and website as well. So if that's uh, of any interest, go to voicetechpodcast.com slash donate. Uh, thanks in part to uh, the sponsorship. I've now hired a virtual assistant who's uh, already handling some of the social media tasks and the stuff that just uh, eats up my time. And uh, yeah, I'm already passing more and more over to uh, to them. Uh, so delegation uh, becomes pretty addictive pretty quickly. Uh, but it is helping me to uh, to work on the episodes, which is great. Finally, I'm still inviting guest authors to publish content on the uh, Voice Tech blog. Uh, I'm looking for evergreen content that will help people build better voice apps. Um, we've already posted uh, popular articles from a number of thought leaders in the space, um, with many more on the way. Uh, so if you've got some content that you'd like to share with the Voice Tech audience, uh, as well as just emailing it to me, uh, you can now also submit your own content through the uh, new self-service form. Um, you can just go to voicetechpodcast.com slash publish. And you can copy and paste in your text, upload your images, and uh, I'll get up on the site, assuming it um, meets the editorial guidelines, which you'll also uh, see there. All right. So uh, without further ado, it's now my pleasure to bring you today's guest, Vasily Shinkarenka. Okay, so I'm here with Vasily Shinkarenka, the CEO and co-founder of Invocable, uh, formerly known as Storyline. Uh, Invocable is an online tool that lets you prototype voice applications without coding. Vasily, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Carl. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's great to have you on. Um, as a user of your your products, um, you're one of the, the leaders in the voice space. Uh, so I've wanted to talk to you for, for, for a long time now. So let's kick it off then with... Uh, just maybe you could give us a, an introduction into what is Invocable and uh, who does it help? Sure. So Invocable is a design tool for voice. It helps designers create high fidelity, very close to production prototypes um, and actually test them on the real ICO device without writing a single line of code. So we started slightly more than a year ago uh, by, by launching Storyline, which was a platform um, for creating Alexa skills without writing code. And yeah, we like just are in, in the past year, we, we've had more than 5,000 skills built and published to the store through Storyline. 5,000 skills, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, that, that's like more than 10% of the skills tour. Uh, but in October, we decided to change our product and to change our focus and focus specifically on the design part. And um, that's actually a really great reason to do this podcast, so I can elaborate on that a little bit. Indeed. Okay, so... Um... So to clarify then, so before you could build and publish full Alexa skills, That's it was right, only yeah. Alexa. It was only Alexa skills, right? It only went yeah, to yeah. It Amazon. was only Alexa, yeah. Okay, um, but you could build uh, relatively advanced skills um, with a drag and drop interface. Now uh, you still have that drag and drop interface, but the skills that you send to uh, send to Amazon are only there for for testing, prototyping purposes. We can't actually release them to the general public. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, when we started, which was slightly more than a year ago, it was September last year, we had this vision that our voice is going to be our, the next interface, the next big interface, how people interact with technology. And, yeah, we just wanted to be a part of it. We wanted to be a part of this wave. And um, we were thinking about what kind of products we can build to support this vision. And, yeah, and the first product that we built was Storyline. Or, which was a tool to create that let anyone or without technical background create and publish an Alexa skill to the store. 
So it was kind of a platform in that sense. So mm -hmm. we built Storyline. We launched it in the end of September last year. And when we launched Storyline, we had um, we had one core hypothesis in mind, which was uh, that non-tech people are actually able to create high-quality Alexa skills uh, without writing any code because Alexa skills are relatively simple. So that was our hypothesis. And yeah, just going year forward, uh, a lot of amazing things happened with Storyline. Uh, we've got those five seven scales built and published to the store. We've got our many fantastic product reviews. We've got a viral product of some sort because people Absolutely. were just like spreading the word about it. Um, but we we've also got our core hypothesis wrong. So when I said that Alexa scales are are really simple, that was our initial hypothesis. Uh, it turns out that Alexa scales are really really complex. And we thought about them as um, as more of of our of of a content piece. We thought that an Alexa skill is a content piece, right? And therefore, non-tech people, especially creative people, they're able to produce high-quality content. Uh, but it right. turns out that an Alexa skill is more like a product on its own. So it's more, it's much more like like the mobile app on the on your iPhone. And if you take a look at your phone screen, right, you do not have, or on your main screen, you don't have mobile apps that you use like once or twice. You only have apps that you use every single day, which might be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, those kind of things. So, and I think that this is the thing that most people get wrong about Alexa. So they think that um, Alexa skills are just like pieces of content or a one-time thing that you can just put it out there and and it kind of sticks uh, and uh, it actually doesn't. So that's, that's... I understand. So, so your hypothesis before was it was a it was a content delivery system, which I suppose explains why um, the premium version of, of Storyline was was focused on flash briefings. It was all that's about right, getting yeah. that that regular content out, um, and then the rest of the app was actually free. Um, but then you realize that as as the platforms became more and more sophisticated, uh, and and looking back at what worked on mobile, that the uh, that really really what the the future held was much more fully featured uh, voice applications that that you would have to continue to support. Was that the reason behind the, the the pivot then? Because you saw these things becoming more and more complicated, and and therefore you would have to keep keep um, adding uh, you know adding parity to your to your own platform. Yeah, so there are a couple of things. Um, the first one, <laughs> that's the obvious one, uh, was um, was the reason why we changed the name. Mm. We changed the name because we've got a trademark issue. So we couldn't use the storyline name anymore. Um, that's uh, that's a very short explanation, right? Um, you, had a, you had a trademark issue with uh, what, another startup? or? Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty big company. So it was meaningless for us to try to defend the trademark because they... they They've been holding this trademark for about ten years now, and I see. yeah, you actually don't care about that about those things as a startup, right? Or, or don't you? Absolutely like, not. Do do you? When you start, yeah, when you start, you don't think about it. So that was the first reason. <laughs> uh, the second reason was that our product was was not working quite well. So what I mean by that is, if we if you take a look at any platform or out there, or not just not just an Alexa, but let's let's do, let's take any platform as an example, which might be Weebly or Squarespace for building websites, right? You you can you can see that um, a platform is when it has um, when the product has a very like simple and repeatable use case that you can scale. 
So what I mean by that is that there are like a bunch of people on the web who need a landing page, right? And they go to Wibbly, they select a template for their barbershop, for example. They put their name on their front page of the site and they're good to go, right? It's very, very simple. So what we've learned that Alexa skills are actually quite different and um, there are only a few use cases that work really well, and the landing page use case is not is not one of those. And some use cases that work really well, they need they need craftsmanship. They need to be designed from scratch, and right. it makes so it makes very little sense to have a platform for building those things because you cannot templatize them, right? So yes. that's that was like the second reason. Why we why we made this decision, and the third reason was that um, there are some limitations um, in the platform model, and especially in the in the output of a platform, which is a skill. Uh, there are some problems with skills right now that prevent growth, and I do think that some of them are solvable and some of them aren't. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, problems with skills right now. That was kind of the first, uh, the the third. I'm sorry, the third reason why we made this decision. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I saw in terms of the templating that obviously Alexa has the, the blueprints function as well. So did you find that some of the functionality that you were hoping to provide uh, through through Storyline was also being um, replicated on, on the platform side as well? That must have made it a, li- a little bit more difficult as well. Uh, I don't think it actually makes our sense for, for a person who's creating this like things professionally to go with blueprints because our blueprints is like it's it's like a toy, right? Um, you cannot even you cannot even create something sophisticated there because they're like fully templatized, and it might be okay. Let's so let's let's take a concrete example, which is an interactive story, right? If you're building a story, it might be fine to go to blueprints and just edit a little bit the existing template. But if you're creating a new one, you would have to create one from scratch. Uh, but the problem with stories um, as a use case for skills is that, let's say you spent like two months on creating a very top-notch story, like high-quality story. You mm-hmm. hire voice actors, you do sound design, or like production-level sound design uh, that is similar to Hollywood, right? Uh, to create really high-quality uh, high quality content. And you launch the story and you end up having people trying your story and never coming back. The, pro- the reason is that you only have one story and why would they come back in the first place? So, uh, and, and now you realize that to produce, or to produce, like to build a real product, you have to have each story, each, like you have to have a new story. I'm afraid that's the end of this episode's free preview. That's right, full episodes of the Voice Tech Podcast are only available for a limited period of time after their release. The full one-hour episode is available to Voice Tech Pro subscribers, along with all the other episodes we've produced. Go to voicetechpodcast.com pro, where for just a few dollars a month, you can become a Voice Tech Pro and receive a range of exclusive benefits. Voice Tech Pros get more content each month. You unlock access to the entire catalogue of full-length episodes, including this episode. You can enjoy extra content, such as exclusive interviews just for Voice Tech Pro subscribers, plus bonus questions in the main interviews. And you also get to hear episodes sooner than everyone else, weeks ahead of their public release, in fact. Voice Tech Pros also get a special role in our online community. 
high quality episodes with no ads and studio quality sound, and a chance to support the show and ensure we keep on producing more great episodes like this one. So please go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and become a Voice Tech Pro today.